What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. I had two friends who were upperclassmen, and we were all very passionate about education. And um, we had some knowledge about the uh -huh. New York City public school system. And we saw an opportunity to actually create and provide services for mm -hmm. low income uh, students of color who were in middle school and trying to gain acceptance mm -hmm. to some of the top public high schools. So schools like Stuyvesant yeah. or Bronx Science, where you have to take a test to get into. So throughout my sophomore year, we actually participated in this pitch competition and it was really right. rigorous. It was almost like taking an extra class, like writing business plans, pitching in front of a panel of like investors. Wow. Um, and then we ended up winning the competition. Andy Ng is a graduate of New York University, NYU for short, with a bachelor's degree in English literature, urban education, and social entrepreneurship. In high school, Andy was a driven and busy high schooler. He was in student government. He was the president of the Honor Society. He was a student athlete, played varsity tennis. By his own account, Andy was in every conceivable club in high school. As a potential first-generation college student, he felt tremendous pressure to do well academically to live up to the family expectations. Andy joins us today to share his action-packed undergraduate years at NYU. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. You know, I am a very proud NYU alum. Uh-huh. And it's because I feel like my um, experiences, especially professionally, have been so shaped by all the opportunities that I was offered um, by attending NYU. When I did my research, I saw that, you know, there were so many different majors um, and concentrations, like over 200. And the fact that, you know, it wasn't a closed campus, I think, was also something that really piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. um, the idea that, um, you know, there wasn't a gate that kind of um, separated the students from the rest of the city. Mm -hmm. It was really, um, you know, you could hop on a subway and, and just go into a different neighborhood. Um, and that really um, excited me. You know, just acclimating to a new environment. Um, meeting all these new people and then just, you know, taking classes. That was, that was pretty tough actually, because I didn't go to the most rigorous high school. Um, so academically in some ways, I, I very much like doubted myself in the first couple months of college. Like I felt like, oh my gosh, like I'm not prepared right. to be here. My classmates went to, you know, um, international schools or they went to private schools and um, they, it felt like they had come in with, um, a much richer academic experience. Um, so I definitely had a, a lot of culture shock. NYU is really like a global university. And I think the, the student body mm -hmm. really represents that. So I met, you know, so many classmates and close friends from different parts of the world that I honestly <laughs> didn't even know existed until I started school. Um, people with really uh, different backgrounds than my own come into college with 
a very open mind of like what could be. You might have a, a major in mind, but know that like you're going to learn about a mm -hmm. lot of different courses of study that you never even thought about. And at least my personal philosophy, it's not just about studying something that you can get a job in. It's really about finding something that finding something that you find really, really passionate that really speaks to you. And then you can, mm -hmm. you know, extrapolate some skills from it and figure it out later. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Andy. So without further delay, over to Andy Ng. Hello. I think I made it. Yeah. Hey, Andy. Welcome to our podcast, College Matters, Alma Matters. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, as we spoke, um, we are trying to do these personal college stories for the benefit of aspiring students all, the, all over the world and uh, thought your experience at NYU would uh, certainly benefit uh, the students. So mm -hmm. thanks, you could uh, make the time. Of course. Very good. So um, what we're going to do today is uh, talk a little bit about your experience, at, you know, at least that whole journey. And maybe we can start out by just some general impressions of NYU a few years now removed. Um, and then we can dive into different aspects of it. Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. Let's get started then. Um, maybe with your overall impressions. Yeah. Um, you know, I am a very proud NYU alum. Uh-huh. And it's because I feel like my um, experiences, especially professionally, have been so shaped by all the opportunities that I was offered um, by attending NYU. Mm -hmm. And um, I live in New York City. And, um, you know, I've been here since I was a student. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's never lost on me that, you know, I was actually born and raised in a relatively small town in Florida. Mm -hmm. And um, my greatest desire, I remember in high school was to kind of get out of my small town bubble and to go somewhere really big and, and busy. And, and that was New York for me. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, I was lucky to land at NYU and I took a really big risk in going. Um, I actually accepted my offer um, before I had ever even visited New York. Oh, really? um, yeah, there was something, there was something um, kind of like just a gut feeling that was really pulling me towards the city. Um, and, um, you know, it was very different, of course, than anything that I had ever experienced before. But I'm so thankful um, to have to have gone to to that institution. And I'm still very involved now as an alum, um, still really close with all the friends that I've made there. Um, it's definitely shaped my life a lot. Well, maybe we can start with um, why you did pick NYU um, as you were going through your high school process, and then mm -hmm. um, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Um, so I applied to a lot of colleges and universities, probably um, way more than I should have. Mm -hmm. I want to say my senior year, I applied to 13 schools. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it was a mix of in-state Florida and also out-of-state. Probably the majority were out-of-state because I was just trying to give myself a chance to see, you know, what was out there. Uh -huh. This The safe choice would have been just to stay in-state because of the tuition, 
Um, there were a lot of scholarships and kind of grant programs that I was eligible for. I probably could have graduated early, actually, if I stayed in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I ended up looking at some other, I would say, more prestigious schools. So I applied to a couple Ivy Leagues. Um, I applied to NYU. And I think actually, honestly, I found out about NYU uh, probably just because of like TV shows. Um, <laughs> You know, when I was in high school, that's actually when, um, like, Gossip Girl uh -huh. was still relatively popular. <laughs> and I, I want to say, honestly, that's, I didn't know anybody that had, um, you know, moved to New York or, or went to that school. Uh -huh. um, I just remember the characters, you know, they all wanted to go to Columbia and then they didn't get in. So they went to NYU. Uh -huh. And um, and I remember watching it and I just thought, oh, like, I want to be like them. <laughs> They're living in the city. They're students, but they, they have, um, you know this giant playground that they can explore, sure. um, you know, and, and that's kind of why I pursued it. When I did my research, I saw that, you know, there were so many different majors um, and concentrations, like over 200. And the fact that, you know, it wasn't a closed campus, I think was also something that really piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. um, the idea that, um, you know, there wasn't a gate that kind of um, separated the students from the rest of the city. Mm -hmm. It was really, um, you know, you could hop on a subway and, and just go into a different neighborhood. Um, and that really um, excited me. Tell us a little bit about your high school interests. I mean, what were you like at high school? What were you interested in? What were you doing? <clears throat> I was very, very active as a high school student. Mm -hmm. Um, I was definitely um, the probably, you know, that that friend that people had who was a part of every single club <laughs> and outside of taking, you know, rigorous, rigorous classes was going to meetings, planning events, um, working with the administration. That was definitely me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was president of the National Honor Society at my school. I was active in student government. Um, I was also a student athlete. I played on the boys varsity tennis team. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also worked while I was in high school too. So my schedule was really, really packed. Um, and I think I kind of gravitated towards being really busy because I knew from the minute um, that I entered high school that I was working towards going to college. Right. Um, that was an expectation that I had in my family. Um, you know, my older sister was the first person in my immediate family to go to high, uh, go to college. Mm -hmm. um, my dad actually was a high school dropout. Mm -hmm. um, and I grew up with um, a lot of pressure to do well academically and to get into a good school. And I also knew that it wasn't just about getting into a good school. It was also about doing well enough to also earn, you know, grants or scholarships that would allow me to, to go to school at a lower cost than what my parents could obviously afford. Um, so I had that motivation um, in high school. And that's really what drove me to sign up for a lot of different organizations. And once I did, I actually really liked it. Mm. It was a great way to, to meet other students, to be really active and to feel like there was something to do, you know, outside of just classes. Sure. Um, and I really, really loved the leadership experience, being able to um, have a point of view and to be able to, to bring it to a group of people and try to make something happen out of nothing. Um, and uh, I really, really uh, loved that. And I think that's part of the reason why I ended up getting into, into NYU and some of the other schools I applied to. So now you... Um 
you know, you've been accepted at NYU, you show up there. Um, what did that feel like? Your first sort of now a big city. So that transition and then to college. Yeah. So my, my freshman year experience was actually quite unique. Um, NYU has a first year abroad program mm-hmm. that I participated mm-hmm. in. And it's actually something that students can apply to now. But back when I um, was accepted back in 2011, I was actually placed into the program. Okay. So my, um, my acceptance to NYU was contingent on me actually going abroad. So I didn't actually have the option to go to New York my first okay. year. Um, when I was accepted, they said, you know, you show potential to, to do well at one of our um, study away sites. And NYU has campuses all, all around the world. Uh-huh. And so I was given the choice of either going to London, Shanghai, Paris, or Florence. Mm. And I ultimately decided on London because um, I was really worried about learning another language. Yeah. That was something I struggled with a lot when I was in high school. I took Spanish. Uh-huh for a couple of years. So I ended up going to London and I also went into college um, with an interest in English lit. Uh-huh. So I kind of knew that that's what I wanted to study. Mm-hmm. And I figured, well, if I'm gonna pursue this at some point, I would probably study abroad in London anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the place to go. And it also just seemed really exciting. You know, I was trying really hard to, to get away from Florida <laughs> and um, you know, I thought New York was far, far <laughs> enough, but then, you know, the option to go, you know, um, overseas was, was there. So, so I took it. So, um, I only, I only visited New York once, you know, after I got accepted. And then that summer I packed my bags and I moved to London. So I didn't have the typical freshman experience. Um, but I think what I really appreciated about that abroad program was, my freshman cohort ended up being very, very small. Mm-hmm. So if I had started in New York, I probably would have been, you know, one of like thousands and thousands of students moving into the right. dorms. But in London, I was one of 60 people. So um, it was really great because it felt um, kind of had that small town feel where like I actually knew every single person in my freshman cohort. Mm-hmm. We all lived in the same building. We all took the same classes together and traveled together. Um and so, so that was really great, but, you know, it was, it was a tough adjustment, of course, just being away from home for the mm-hmm. first time. Um, like that, I uh, didn't have my family with me when I moved. So I actually, you know, I said goodbye to them at the airport and then I ended up in London and kind of had to figure my way out, um, you know, getting to the dorm. And it was a bit, it was a, it was a hard adjustment to be sure. honest. Um, you know, just acclimating to a new environment, um, meeting all these new people and then just, you know, taking classes. That was, that was pretty tough actually. Cause I didn't go to the most rigorous high school. Um, so academically in some ways, I, I very much like doubted myself in the first couple months of college. Like I felt like, Oh my gosh, like I'm not prepared right. to be here. My classmates went to, you know, um, international schools or they went to private schools and um, they, it felt like they had come in with, um, a much richer academic experience. Um, so I definitely had a, a lot of culture shock and I was doubting myself. And I think that's also kind of normal as, yeah. you know, um, a child of immigrants, um, who, nobody in my family really went to college. So I didn't really have a reference point and I didn't really know that I would, you know, kind of experience that when I, when I came in. 
A, that you know you got to study in another continent, literally, and then um, B, how, was this like a regular uh, program for the year? I mean, so so you got a good set of choices to pick from, or um, was this sort of a regimented set of classes? Yeah, it was it was kind of fixed in yeah. some ways. So I was so the the first year away program. Um, there's a there's a school at NYU called Liberal mm-hmm. Studies. So that's essentially the program that I was in. And there's um, what they call a core right. curriculum um, that's really based in um, it's re- the curriculum is very global in nature. And there's a lot of foundations in world history, philosophy, mm-hmm. and writing. So there were there were core classes. Um, that we all took, and then we had we had room for a couple mm-hmm. electives, so we had we had a choice. Um, and for me, I ended up taking classes, of course, for for English lit because it was so hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, while in London, you know, like the dorm that I lived in was down the street from like Charles Dickens' like childhood right. home, for example. So it was right next door. Um, so there was there was an element of choice, but there was a lot of structure, which I appreciated because that kind of made sure. it easier. And because it was a study abroad site, I wasn't too overwhelmed with all the class choices. It was pretty easy to get in um, into an elective if you wanted it. Hmm. What was it like uh, outside of class uh, your first year there? It was actually great because the schedule was slightly different um, while you were abroad. So I think the way that classes were organized, I I think I only had classes three Mm. days a week Um, and one semester because I was there Mm -hmm. the full year. uh, I think one semester I had classes just two days. So the rest of my time, it was actually Mm. kind of free. And I actually didn't really know what to do with myself in some ways. Like I knew I I was getting, you know, acclimated and learning how to study, you know, um, and to get my coursework done. But outside of that, I traveled a lot. And I think that's a big advantage to Mm -hmm. going abroad um, is that it's, it's um, just as much about what you're doing outside of the class as, um, as you are, uh, as the time that you're spending in with your classmates. So, and because it was easy to travel, you know, we would, my friends and I would get on buses or trains and we would just, kind of venture around different parts of the UK and actually eventually other parts yeah. of Europe. And that was really great. You know, museums, we had a, we had a lot of different breaks. Um, and so, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of travel. So did you have any organized uh, clubs, organizations, or was it too small for all that? Um, no, there, there were a handful of, um, of different organizations um, present mm-hmm. on campus. Um, there was um, my freshman year, um, there was, uh, that was the first time at NYU that they organized something called mm-hmm. Ally Week. Um, and that originally stemmed from the LGBTQ center on mm-hmm. the main campus, but they worked with a lot of the global sites to, to do some programming mm-hmm. across the world. So I was able with another freshman classmate of mine to get involved and we kind of became ambassadors of that week. So we got to plan different programming, which included bringing in speakers. Um, there was also, um, there was a volunteer organization present that allowed us to kind of work in the mm-hmm. local community. Um, so I ended up actually at one point tutoring mm-hmm. outside of class. So I actually worked at a small um, primary mm-hmm. elementary school um, and I got to work with, um, you know, a couple local kids um, teaching them how to read and write, which was really, really mm-hmm. nice. What a rich experience. So, um... 
Mm-hmm. So as far as the semester was uh, semesters were concerned and the credits that you earn, it was uh, on par with whatever you would have earned back in uh, New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So that was that was like the the comforting thing was that all the classes I took went towards my degree. So it wasn't like I had to to repeat anything or take anything um, in it, like in addition. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then what happened? Then you had to kind of come back to the mothership. <laughs> How was yeah. that? Um, in some ways, it was it was kind of an easier transition than mm-hmm. I expected. And I think it's um, I think it's because I came in already with a sense right. of community. Um, so what was nice was when I transitioned back to New York, I already had a group of, you know, 60 people that I got to know uh, pretty well. Um, I ended up living with people from my freshman mm-hmm. cohort. So we kind of were able to go through that experience mm-hmm. together. Um, of course, you know, it was this kind of interesting experience because I was coming back to campus technically as um, a sophomore, but it very much felt like I was a freshman because it was my first time really right. living on campus and actually like learning my way around. So it was kind of odd in the sense of like, I was trying almost not to show my confusion <laughs> too much the first yeah. couple of weeks in New York, because I didn't want people to think that I was brand new, but it, it definitely yeah. felt that way. Um, you know, I, I had to learn, you know, where all the different buildings were in the classes. And, you know, it was, it was a little daunting too, because it was also just New York City, like right yeah, in front yeah. of your face. So I was trying to you know, balance, like, oh my gosh, I, I really want to explore the city because I almost feel like I lost a year, even though I was able to explore London, right. which was so amazing. But I also felt like I, I came to NYU to be in New York, so I want to take full sure. advantage. Um, so I, so it was definitely kind of like a dual um, dual experience there. Um, but having, having that community really helped. Um, and I think also I had a really great um, mm-hmm. academic advisor that I carried that I had carried mm-hmm. over from my freshman year. And that made me feel a little bit more comfortable because once I got to the main campus, it was also like so many classes, so many offerings. And I had to figure out like what time of day that I want classes. And it was also like kind of, you know, looking at new clubs and different organizations that I could be a part of. Um, so it was a little overwhelming, but in a really great way. Tell me a little bit about your classmates and your peers. Um, obviously, folks who were with you in London and now um, integrated into the larger uh, population there in NYU. Yeah, um, I would say generally, you know, um, the types of people that you bump into at NYU, they are extremely, extremely motivated. A lot of type <laughs> A personalities people who are go-getters. And I don't think that's a surprise. I think that's kind of what um, what draws them right. to a place like NYU where it feels like, you know, every possibility is out there. There's really no limits <laughs> to what you can do, whether academically or um, for your extracurriculars. Um, and a lot of just different eclectic backgrounds. I mean, NYU is really like a global university. And I think the, the student body mm-hmm. really represents that. So I met, you know, so many classmates and close friends from different parts of the world that I honestly <laughs> didn't even know existed until I started school. Um, people with really uh, different backgrounds than my own, you know, I, I remember um, 
I, I kind of stood out in my freshman class because I had like a part to, uh, because I had a job when I was in high school because my right. parents didn't go to college and I had some some classmates who were like oh yeah like you know my parents are like the CEO of this company or, or they <laughs> invest here and and we have like multiple homes around the world and that was kind of like right. part of my culture shock of like oh, okay this is like a crash course in just different life experiences, whether it's class or education or geography. Um, and that definitely, you know, adds to the experience because, you know, one, I might look at a particular discussion or a class in one way and other folks are like, actually, no, like I've lived this personally, or I'm from, you know, this part of the world that we're studying right now. And it's not like this. Um, and that was really eye opening. <laughs> So how was the um, teaching, the classes, the professors? The teaching mm -hmm. was incredible. And, um, you know, even it's funny because even though I started school kind of feeling like I didn't belong academically, I think I kind of hit my mm -hmm. stride at some point. And I think it's because the professors there were really nurturing. They really took the time to like, I think invest in relationships uh -huh. with the students. Um, I was definitely one of those students that was like actively going to office hours. At first it was because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. like I need help. And then over time um, I looked at those as just invitations to really like get to know the professors a little bit more and just have like really, really stimulating sure. conversations. Um, and the classes were awesome because, um, I mean, as an English major, of course, I did a lot yeah. of reading and writing, but then I was able to take so many other different classes, um, you know, through electives. I took classes on politics and immigration. I took classes on entrepreneurship that mm -hmm. were a little bit more hands-on, you know, making business plans and, and actually pitching ideas for, for possible money um, from investors to, to make something happen. Um, you know, I took a modern dance class at one point in college. So there was just a lot of variety, which I appreciated. So it wasn't like I was just in yeah. the library all the time. Um, you know, it was great that like sometimes the project was just go out into, you know, into the streets and interview people and see like what uh, is a problem that really matters to them and come up with a solution for it. And I really liked that um, because I tend to be kind of like yeah. a restless person. So I need the variety of things to do and to, um, you know, focus on. Um, and the classes definitely offered that. Yeah, sounds like it was made for you, this place. Um, so <laughs> I think so, yeah. So what, what kind of things did you do outside of class? I mean, student government is one. So what, what kind of things did you do and what other um, activities were you involved in some of the top ones? Yeah, um, when I was in college, so in addition to, to majoring in English, I, I developed a really strong passion for mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and education. So the, and that was a, a result of, of, of taking classes and having the option and kind of um, at first taking them as electives and then realizing, oh, wait, I actually think I want to mm -hmm. pursue this a little bit more deeply. And then um, I would say because of the um, environment, um, you know, I got access to so many different people, whether it was alums or different career professionals that were maybe coming to campus to speak or to 
to host um, sessions with, with students, I got to meet a lot of different people who were really like engaging in either their mm -hmm. own startups or their own ventures. Um, and as, as a result, that, that gave me the option to actually follow up with those people and to say, hey, like, can I actually work with you or could I shadow you for yeah. a day and just like learn what you're doing? Um, so over time in college, I had a lot of different internships, um, of course, over the summer, mm -hmm. but also throughout the school year. Um, I had an internship at yeah. like Harry Harry's, um, <laughs> the, the, the men's racer blade company yes. that people might be familiar with. And I interned there, you know, when they had uh -huh. like 60 or 70 people. Um, and that was a, an amazing experience. I also worked in education. So I worked at a, at a nonprofit that helped um, young people actually K through 12 learn about the college mm -hmm. application process. So I, and, and that was my way of yeah. also learning the city. So I oversaw some schools in the Bronx and Brooklyn and Harlem and outside of class, I would actually spend time with a lot of young people, um, you know, working with them on their college applications, um, their scholarship applications. And then on campus, um, one thing that I was really involved with, like I said, was Greek life. So I had my, my fraternity mm -hmm. brothers that I would hang out with a lot. Um, and we would do, you know, social activities, but we also yeah. um, did a lot of service. So we, we had fundraisers for local organizations. Um, we put on like an annual drag race competition where we invite other frats and sororities to engage mm -hmm. and to dress up in drag all for a good cause. And then um, I was also an admissions ambassador at NYU um, and that was a paid gig. So it's kind yeah. of akin to being an RA. Um, and I would give uh, campus tours uh, to prospective students and their families. And that was actually a nice way for me to learn more about NYU too. But um, so I was often seen like when I wasn't in class, like on a shift, kind of showing a tour group around and kind of talking about my experience. I mean, it sounds like uh, you're pretty busy um, both in and outside of class. Yes, <laughs> like not like really nonstop. And I think that's, um, I think, you know, like I said, that's kind of the, um, that's the energy that the city really gives off. And I, and I really liked it. That's kind of what I craved. Maybe we can talk about the dorms and uh, the cultural, social organizations and clubs in New York. Mm, mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so the dorms were, you know, I think compared to some of what I saw from like my other friends that I grew up with, like when I visited them and their dorms, like the dorms at NYU are really nice and or like much nicer uh -huh. in comparison, I think, you know, so, some of them, you know, they're kind of like you're living in like a high rise right. in New York City. And, you know, you're you're living in certain neighborhoods that like you, you never like other people who have lived in New York for like their <laughs> lives, like they've never, you know, been able to live in these these spots. So um you know, the, the view is definitely something worthwhile. And, um, you know, they're, they're kind of like mini apartments, um, which I really like. Um, I lived in one dorm called Palladium, which is on 14th and mm -hmm. 3rd for two years. And that's right in the heart of Union Square. It's like above the Trader Joe's, uh -huh. people are familiar. And um, that's like a prime location to be in there's a lot of act you know there's so much that you can do around there great restaurants great clubs and bars and things like that um and i think that definitely um is a nice segue into sort of the social sure. cultural aspect sure. of of nyu um 
you know, the formal like student organizations are awesome. Like I was a part of Greek life. I was a part of student government, kind of like mm -hmm. I was my freshman year. Um, but a lot of, you know, activities are, are out and about in the city. Um, you know, there's this really, there's this invitation to really get outside of the dorms, which I really like. So it's not just about like, what is your RA planning on your floor right. or in your building? But it's like, how are they actually getting you to explore the city, which I really like. So it's like, you know, events like at a museum or um, different shows, whether it's like a band is playing or uh, going to a jazz club, um, going to poetry readings, like in the East Village, like there, were just, there was just all this mm -hmm. optionality there. Um, and it felt like it didn't end. I think, you know, compared to maybe like a traditional campus where things might kind of close yeah. down at a certain hour, you know, yeah. New York is open all the time. So if you really wanted to, you know, you could go to something in the middle of the night or super early in the morning and there was always something to do, um, whether it's a little trip. And, you know, like I said, you can just hop on the subway. Um, and that that kind of became like the best kind of hall pass, you know, that anybody uh -huh. could ask for when you're in New York. Um like I was, I remember like I was, and at some point, like it kind of became too much. Like at some point in college, I kind of had to tell myself <laughs> I need to like right. slow down just a little bit. Um, but it, there were, you know, majority of college, I was like running in between classes, maybe grabbing something to eat and then like hopping on the train and like meeting up with a friend here yeah. to study even sometimes. Or, um, you know, I had some random kind of internships and side gigs and I would go to the Bronx and then come back down for class and then go to Brooklyn right after and so, you know, it was, it was wow. really nonstop. You mentioned summers. So what kind of things did you do the different summers? And by the way, when you came back from London, did you do anything that summer or did you kind of uh, take a break? Uh-huh. I did not take a break that summer. Um, so I, I did end up going back home for about a month. But before my, before my spring semester ended in London, I ended up um, meeting um, a professional colleague who has become mm -hmm. a really close friend and mentor of mine. And he was involved in something called, um, he was involved in something called GLP, mm -hmm. which was this global leadership program. Um, and tons of students and young professionals from around the world would participate in essentially, um, it was almost mm -hmm. like summer school in some, in some ways, but um, you would take classes in leadership studies and you would also do a lot of cross, you know, cultural activities. Um, and I ended up applying mm -hmm. for this program and I got in and mm -hmm. the program took place in Rome. So I ended up spelling a, uh, spending a good chunk of my summer in mm -hmm. between freshman and summer year in Rome with again like another small cohort of people from all around the world um and it was an amazing experience got to like travel and study throughout Italy um so that's what I did before coming to New York and then the next summer it was even busier my sophomore year was when I started to branch out of my English studies and that's when I started taking taking mm -hmm. classes in education and entrepreneurship and something that NYU had um, and now I, a lot more schools have it, but at the time it felt mm -hmm. like, oh, this is very like kind of new, was they had a lot mm -hmm. of um, student venture competitions. So um, where students could either form groups or go independently and essentially pitch an idea yeah. for for um, a startup or, pro or program. And I had two friends who were upperclassmen 
And we were all very passionate about education. And um, we had some knowledge about the uh -huh. New York City public school system. And we saw an opportunity to actually create and provide services for mm -hmm. low income uh, students of color who were in middle school and trying to gain acceptance mm -hmm. to some of the top public high schools. So schools like Stuyvesant yeah. or Bronx Science, where you have to take a test to get into. So throughout my sophomore year, we actually participated in this pitch competition. And it was really right. rigorous. It was almost like taking an extra class, like writing business plans, pitching in front of a panel of like investors. Wow. Um, yeah. And then we ended up winning the competition. And we won the competition end of April, um, my sophomore year. And our intended program was a summer program. So, you know, the, the last month of school on top of finals, it was actually like we had all this grant money that we were able to use. So we were actually then going yeah. about starting our program. So we were recruiting students, we were recruiting volunteers, we were trying to find a space yeah. to essentially run like a mini school. And so that that summer between my sophomore and my junior year, we ran mm. this program, which was called student to student. And, you know, that was my first time really like running something on my own, like me and my co founders, like we were the ones in charge, like we oversaw the money, like we were not even paying ourselves to run the program. We were trying to provide yeah. as, as much support to our students. Um, and I remember I signed up to be a summer RA right. at NYU to ha just have a place to live um, because I, I went to school on, uh, on a scholarship, but it didn't cover summers. So I didn't have a way mm -hmm. to, to pay for housing otherwise. Um, and it was really tough. At some point I had to quit being a summer RA because I didn't have time. And then I, my housing situation was in flux. So then I had to like, just talk to so many different people at NYU to like, see if there was any possibility of like letting me stay yeah. in the dorm so I could run my tutoring program. Um, so that was really tough. And then, um, you know, I, we continued to run that program through um, almost my senior year. And then the summer between my junior and senior year, which is, you know, yeah. very, very um, important for a lot of folks who might get a summer right. internship that lands into a job offer. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to be running the tutoring program then, and I wasn't really able to find an internship that really uh -huh. fit my interests or needs. And I think it was because I was studying so many different things and because I was engaging in so many different activities, I actually yeah. didn't really know what kind of internship I wanted. So I was kind of applying for anything and everything. I was applying for internships at publishing houses because I was still studying English and you know, in my heart, I was like, I still want to do writing, but yeah. I don't really have professional experience in it. I was applying for internships in education and, uh, you know, entrepreneurship. What ended up happening was I landed an internship mm. very unexpectedly at JP Morgan. And so I had a finance um, internship, which was a surprise to so many people, um, because of right. course, I wasn't in the business school at NYU. And I had no business really right. in that internship because I wasn't that great at math. And um, I ended up being, um, I did this internship and, you know, I was the only, and it was, you know, students from across the yeah. country that participated and they all moved to New York. And, um, you know, I was the only non-finance, non-econ yeah. major in my cohort. So again, it kind of felt like my freshman year where I stuck out and I was like, I don't belong here. Um, 
but you know, I think I think the folks at JP gave me a chance yeah. because they saw that I had the potential to still do well. And I interned in the commercial bank and, um, you know, worked long hours. I wore a suit every day <laughs> to work. And that was something very new for me. Um, you know, I, I sat at a desk and I worked in Excel a lot. And it was a really great experience. And at the end yeah. of it, I, did, I got a full time wow. offer to come back to JP. And that was a that was a really pivotal moment in my life because we all knew like the last day of your internship was when they would give you an offer. So everybody knew that, you know, you're coming into the office and you're you're mostly coming into either yeah. here if you're going to get a job offer or if you're not. So I already knew that this was kind of coming and I had to do a lot of personal yeah. reflection about like where I wanted to go. And I made the tough decision before they even told me yeah. that if I did get an offer, I was probably going to say no. And so when yeah. they gave it to me, I declined it then and there. And the reason why I did it was because I really appreciated that internship. I learned a lot. And if anything, yeah. I learned that finance wasn't what I wanted to do. And I think that's like a very important thing for internships is that just because you do it doesn't mean that you, you know, you have to follow through with it. It's just as much about you learning about what you don't want. And that was the case for me. So I ended up declining because um, I realized, you know, there was a, a waiting room of people who, who very sure. eagerly wanted that internship instead. Um, so I so I entered my senior year, not with with no, um, you know, secure job, which felt OK, because I told myself, you know yeah. what, I have the rest of my senior year to, to figure things out. Um, but yeah, very, very busy summers oh, and very, very monumental there, summers for me. Um, they seem like great experiences, very varied. You made a few decisions. Okay, so um, mm -hmm. let's move along. Actually, let's go back in time. And um, I know you had a great experience at NYU, but if you had a chance for a redo, what would be different? Mm. So a, a couple of different things, actually. Um, I mean, I actually would have changed my mm -hmm. my academic study, I think, a little bit. So, you know, I majored in English and I minored in urban education mm -hmm. studies and social entrepreneurship. And that was fine. Um, there's a school at NYU called mm -hmm. Gallatin, and it's for individualized study. And um, students mm -hmm. in that program essentially create their own major. They call, they, they get to name what their major is. They get to decide what classes apply um, and mm -hmm. they can really shape what that experience is like. And I wish I had the foresight, like coming into college with exactly what I wanted. I kind of fell into it and I kind of um, stitched together majors mm -hmm. and, and courses that, that felt right in the moment. If I had to redo it, I kind of wish I... I entered NYU saying, you know, I want to study like the intersection of like education, mm. diversity and like business maybe and just declared it. And then, you know, maybe I could have taken a completely different route through college with what I studied. Um, maybe I could have maybe maybe I could have done a more sort of academic route or research route. Um, maybe I could have found, you know, other internships that mm -hmm. were maybe more aligned to like what I actually wanted to do. At the end of the day, you know, I'm still thankful that I found stuff um, like that J.P. Morgan internship and decided that that wasn't for me. But that's one thing I maybe would redo. Um, and, you know, I was really involved. 
Um, and I, I do really appreciate a lot of those experiences, but I do think there were a couple clubs or leadership positions that I took on when I really wasn't, um, mm-hmm. like I really didn't have the capacity to do all those things. Um, and that would have just been, uh, a, you know, I, I would maybe say no to those things or not pursue them just sure. to have a little bit more wiggle room for myself to feel like, you know, I can actually just take a break and just kind of like relax and enjoy it. Um, you know, I did feel the the pressure to kind of keep going and do so many things. But sometimes I did wonder like, oh, like, did I miss out on maybe some more social activities or just like spending time with my friends if I wasn't like running from meeting to meeting? Um, I think I, I would maybe reconsider that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's you know, always the case. You never know whether you were going too fast or too slow. And, uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah I, I exactly. Like, I like asking this question because it's always fascinating to me to see how people respond and what they're looking for. And, and it's, I think, very insightful. And for someone listening in, um, it gives them other choices that you may have wanted to consider while you were still in college, right? I mean, things you could have, would have, should have done. Um, and those, those are quite uh, useful and beneficial. Absolutely. Talking of aspiring students, how would you advise them if they are looking to apply to NYU or maybe some comparable school? Mm. For students who are mm-hmm. interested in NYU or a school like NYU, um, I would say um, let go of some of the planning that you might have in your mind. You know, like, it's funny, like you just said, like you asked me this question of like, what would I redo? And it's like, I'm saying like, oh, I wish I actually maybe planned a little bit more. But in some ways, like, I don't know, maybe the, that planning, I think um, you have to let go of it a little bit to just enjoy kind of the, the spontaneity and the serendipity of college. Like, that's the great thing about being a student is that if something comes up, like a new opportunity or an opening, you can just say, actually, like, I'm going to do something different with that time. Um, And once you're out of college, you, 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 you know, you tend to look back and you're like, oh, I wish I had that freedom or that flexibility that I did back then. Um, So I would definitely say, so along those lines, I would say come into college with a very open mind of like what could be. You might have a a major in mind, but know that like you're going to learn about a Mm -hmm. lot of different courses of study that you never even thought about. And at least my personal philosophy, it's not just about studying something that you can get a job in. It's really about finding something that finding something that you find really, really passionate that really speaks to you. And then you can, Mm -hmm. you know, extrapolate some skills from it and figure it out later. Um, I would also say um, definitely visit. (laughs) Um, You know, I think I I lucked out in that I just had, I just had this feeling that New York would be for me, but I've, I've had, I've heard stories of people who didn't visit and then, you know, they get there and they're so overwhelmed. And I actually had a classmate of mine who I think maybe wasn't ready for how intense New York could be. And they ended up taking a leave of absence, which was fine for them. But I think um, 
the city can be really, really intense. And there's not as much of like a safety net that maybe some other schools have based on like, you know, being kind of separated from, um, yeah, yeah. from, you know, certain things and whatnot. <laughs> but when you're in New York, it's like, it's really in your face. Um, it's really in your face. So you have to be prepared for that. You have to be ready to, to walk really fast <laughs> yeah. to kind of fake it till you make it, you know, like, you, you can't, you can't be one of those people kind of just like wandering right. aimlessly in the street, uh, people will kind of eat you alive. Um, and I would also say, um, something I learned from my time at NYU was that the academics, you know, of course, they matter doing well, academically um, is important. But NYU's definitely one of those schools where by showing up and being an active mm -hmm. participant in other ways, like there's also a lot of value there. It's not just about getting, you know, a 4.0 GPA. And I would also say for students looking into a school like NYU, don't feel like you have to be perfect across the board. Like I did, I did well academically, yeah. but in context, you know, I didn't go to the best school, high school. But I think what, what um, got me into NYU was that I had other things going on. You know, I was active as a student leader, I had other interests outside right. of academics. I, I had a part-time, you know, I had a part-time job. Um, and I would say like, it's important to think of the other things in your profile or things that you care about and like sure. amplifying those just as much as you would for academics. Andy, we are sort of coming to the end of our podcast before we sign off. Um, wanted to give you a chance to talk about anything that we might not have touched on, or if you want to share a fond memory or two, or anything else that you feel might be relevant or interesting. Mm. Thank you for that. I'll just say that, um, yeah, if, if folks can't tell already, like, I really love NYU, um, I don't think I would be at mm -hmm. where I am in life if I hadn't gone gone there. Um, I just think about all the experiences unexpectedly mm -hmm. too that I've had as a result of right. just being in New York. I think location really matters. I um, I think at one point in, when I was in high school, <laughs> I told myself like, oh, I'm willing to live in like the middle of nowhere for four years and then, you know, move to a city. and. I think that works for certain people and personalities, but I think I did the right thing by saying, you know mm -hmm. what, like I need to be in a city. I, f I followed my gut there. Um, and I think that's something that I, mm -hmm. I want to encourage everybody to do follow your gut and really trust it. Um, and sometimes if things don't work out, like that's totally okay. You know, sometimes life will have a way of just reminding you to slow down and to kind of check yourself and, you know, at one point at NYU, I got, I was so stressed. And I remember I was just feeling really overwhelmed. And I think I, I actually had like a panic attack mm -hmm. in one of my classes because I was so overwhelmed. I was doing too many things. And that was a big wake up call for me of like, okay, I'm a college student, like, and I feel like there's so much pressure to do so many different things, yeah. but it's also okay for me to just like take a break and take a day off and just enjoy, you know, not having to go to work and maybe not having to go to classes one day. Um, and I think that that's really important. Um, it's a high pressure environment, but there's also chances to just like be and, and just to sit with yourself. And I think those are really important. Um, and I learned that lesson by being in an environment um, like New York and going to a school at, at like NYU. And I don't think I 
would have had those experiences had I gone somewhere else. Um, so I think that's that's important to highlight. And if folks, you know, end up going there, um, you know, best of luck. Just like your uh, high, you know, college life, this is fast-paced, exciting, <laughs> lots of stuff, <laughs> lots of information packed in uh, this little time. But um, I, I really yes. appreciate you taking the time and sharing all the details and the passion and energy. And I think this is going to go over really well with everyone listening. So of course. thank you, Andy. I think uh, I'd love to talk to you more, uh, some more later. But for now, thanks. Take care. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Andy Ng about New York University. I would describe Andy the same way I would describe New York City, nonstop and in a hurry. Andy started his NYU experience with a freshman year in London. Back in New York, he nurtured his love for English, developed additional passions in the form of education and social entrepreneurship. He was involved in helping high school students with college applications, raising money for causes with his fraternity, in addition to being NYU's admission ambassador. Along with a couple of upperclassmen, he created a summer program for middle school students in low-income neighborhoods in NYC. This program won a pitching competition and received funding to run during a couple of summers. After listening to Andy's whirlwind experience, it would be hard not to look at NYU in greater detail. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma Matters. Matters.